Hello and welcome to Split Screen Cynics, uh, a video game podcast. <laughs> I am uh, one of your hosts, not your normal host. Unfortunately, Alberto is sick this week, so I'm a little less peppy than he normally is, uh, but I'm going to try to do my best. Um, I'm here with Tim. What's up, Tim? How's it going? And we are two-thirds of your Split Screen Cynics. Uh, again, we're a man short, so uh, short week, short podcast. <laughs> Bear with us, please. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but yes, come join us on our virtual couch. We're going to talk about some video games. Uh, we got the the cynical spin for the news. We got uh, this week's segment three is going to be uh, Extra Life, because we did a marathon stream of that on Saturday. I guess today is Monday, so two days ago. Um, still recovering. I don't know how you feel, Tim, yeah. but... Definitely, Definitely those squats. The squats. A lot, a lot of. <laughs> I I was feeling that. We'll get to that later. But I, I was feeling yeah. that today, real bad. Yeah, yeah. So. two days later is when you feel the the, burn, the burn. Um. So yeah. So we're both in recovery mode a little bit. So it's gonna be a little bit of a shorter podcast. Uh. But I think that could be a good thing. Let's see what happens. Um. Tim. Uh. Not including the marathon stream, and I didn't ask you this before. But what's your plan? Have you been playing anything else other than what we were playing? I have. Uh, it was actually the main game that I have been playing, aside from my normal Counter-Strike grind, because uh, my team just made the playoffs. So Congrats. The playoff match on Thursday. Probably going to lose. But uh, we made the playoffs, so I'm happy. Either way, um, the one of the games that I wanted to play at Extra Life, but we never got around to, is this game called Crawl. I mentioned it. Um, I, I don't think I spoke about it in the last podcast, but uh, basically the you, idea you, is... You told me about it, but right, I don't yeah, think it was um, on the podcast. The The idea is it's kind of like a three versus one. Well, no, no, no. It, it's, it's a kind of a free-for-all sort of situation where uh, you, you have one player who's kind of making their way through a dungeon and has kind of hack-and-slash gameplay. But uh, you have three players who are playing as spirits, and they can possess monsters and uh, try and kill the main player. And whoever is able to kill the main player becomes the main player. And then, you know, they have to fight off everyone else who's a spirit. So you're essentially trying to get to the boss and defeat the boss while you're alive. Um, and I've been playing that a lot, having a really good time with it. Definitely going to have to get you involved in it. Were you ASAP. playing that with like the Mubby crew or is that an online kind of thing? Uh, n- I've been playing it on my switch. I don't know. It is on steam. Okay. Um, I've just been playing it on local co-op with Tom. Oh, cool. Um, okay. and I played a little bit with, uh, Ben and his girlfriend and so so that- got some three player. So local co-op with just Tom, it's just one-on-one is, is how that works or is there computer controlled? We generally play with computer players on um, okay. just to kind of make it more interesting because if it if you do it one on one, then you're essentially just fighting like one monster at a time, just like duos. It's not as interesting. The uh, computer players like you, it, we play with them on easy just because we don't want them to be like the main character the whole time because that's sure. kind of lame. But uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, picked it up on sale for like ten dollars, and I just used like my Switch coins on it, and it was definitely. Really good purchase, so would highly recommend it. It's called Crawl again. I'll definitely check that out because when you were, I, I know you mentioned it for the Extra Life stream, and I watched a video about it, and I was like, that sounds perfect. Like, uh, I feel like you and I are kind of similar in that any sort of like that kind of PvP, but not exactly multiplayer yeah. game is like a perfect fit for like it doesn't even matter if the game's that good. <laughs> like, it could yeah. just it's just fun to play. No, it's it's great because it, uh, like one of the aspects I love about it is like you level up when you're like the main character, but 
every level up that you get while you're the main character, all your opponents get this um, this currency called Wrath, and you can hmm. spend it to make your monsters more powerful. So as you get stronger, all your opponents' monsters get stronger. Oh, okay. So there's like almost like a scaling kind of leveling right. system. So yeah, you have you're kind of like like you can get really strong really early, but then end up being really weak because your monsters are really weak so you never get an opportunity to kill the main character again Got so it. it's 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 a kind of an interesting thing like learning the good strategies and that but mostly it's just kind of a bananas like <laughs> like really fun just beat them up sort of game so that's what i've been playing um what about you though um i don't know did i mention luigi's mansion 3 on the last podcast i don't think i did i don't think so i think that i'd maybe I think you mentioned that you got it, but I don't think yeah, because I wrote the article. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So I, so I, I don't think I've talked about it yet. Um, I've only played two hours. I did a thing for youthegamers.com, uh, where essentially you play two hours and then kind of give your your initial opinion on whether or not you think it's worth continuing. Um, the first two hours of the game were amazing. Uh, I loved Luigi's Mansion for GameCube. Um, and I kind of finally realized like why I love the game because I, I honestly think it's what a point and click adventure something like Shadowgate has like evolved into essentially like mm. every room you go in you're just kind of like puzzling through finding little secrets and everything um it's a little too early to call but it actually feels a lot more involved than even the first game like every room has so much stuff there's hidden things everywhere there's achievements and stuff um so uh, so far I'm a big fan um that being said, it's weird because like the second Luigi's Mansion had like a level structure and something about that like ruined it for me. Mm-hmm. I remember I played like one or two levels and you go back and like visit EGAD and I was just like, I don't I want to explore like a spooky mansion. I don't want to, you know, it, it, like do different things. So this one kind of yeah. it mixes that structure because you're in one big hotel, but there's different floors and there's sort of like each floor has like a theme to it, if that makes right. sense. Um yeah, um, what do you think, because I played a little bit of it too, um, I, I, how do you feel about the hotel as like a setting just in general? Um, I think it's kind of, I, I think it's perfect, like, I don't think, I, you know, I loved Luigi's Mansion 1, because I think the atmosphere was the best part of the game, um, and this, I think it's like, if you were just doing another mansion, it would kind of feel kooky, whereas this one, like, with the elevator and stuff, it kind of makes sense. Um, that being said, I don't know. Like to me, haunted mansions. I think it's like a Resident yeah. Evil thing. Like I just love the idea of a haunted mansion. Yeah, I, I from what I played of it, like I it really made me want to play the original again. Um, yeah, and I I couldn't fully immerse myself into the mansion aspect. Uh, I. I feel like I'm nitpicking here, but it's just like like you said, I totally agree. They can't just make it another mansion, but something about the mansion setting like and maybe it's just nostalgia because I really haven't played it since like 2001 or whenever it came out. Um, but it's it just worked so well for that type of gameplay. Yeah, I feel like in the in in the hotel, it loses a little bit of that. I think they're doing the best they can like to move the series forward it'll it'll be interesting to see because i can see going forward like if every floor is like very you know there's a big hallway with a bunch of different rooms uh i could see it being a little lackluster in that regard um Mm -hmm. that being said i i know there was you know uh one of the rooms was like a huge ballroom and stuff so like they're they're definitely like switching it up so far but i i again like 
that might be the weakness throughout is like going to different floors. Essentially you're doing different levels kind of, um, I'll be interested to see if there's interactivity between floors. And also if you go outside, cause I'd love to go outside. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I agree. Like, you know, I, I, I do think the hotel is like a great natural progression, right. but I do love like a haunted mansion. I think that's a, an yeah. awesome idea. Um, and Gooigi is cool. That's, I, I think they did a good job with that. Yeah. I, I, again, the game is, um, it's just so full of Nintendo polish that like, the little sound effects and the way Luigi yep. like kind of reacts and like Gooigi like gooping through and making the sounds is like it's it's every little thing was thought out and done well in a game that's like, you know, the gameplay is not, you know, really that impressive. Um, you know, it hasn't evolved that much right. from Luigi's Mansion. So uh, but I, yeah, I honestly and- like my initial impression is like this could be a contender for one of my games of the year at the moment. Um that's not yeah, really I'm curious about, uh, hard, but <laughs> I'm curious about like the there's there's like mini games and stuff like that that apparently in the game I never got a chance to play them. And there's like this tower defense sort of thing. Seemed like yeah. there was a lot of like little things in the game that I, I didn't I haven't gotten a chance to experiment with. And, you know, it seems like it's kind of gravy because no one's getting Luigi's Mansion to play tower. defense. Yeah, but... like I played the online once uh, and it just kind of felt like. It reminds me of what you said the Legend of Zelda dungeon building was, where it's like, it's cool that they added it, but it, it really doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue with the online mode really is that the nature of it is that you basically have five minutes to, like, get all the ghosts or something. And, like, giving that time aspect ruins the gameplay because you're not really you're, right. you're just bl- blitzing through. What is interesting is the second you unlock Guiji, you can actually play co-op through the whole game as a second player yeah. as Guiji, which to me is like amazing that they put that and in. yeah i was i was playing that i was enjoying that a lot and i was shooting plungers at luigi's head just kind of it, <laughs> it was fun yeah um which is cool like that they put co-op in i don't know if the game's better or worse with co-op to be honest but i can't see it being a bad thing uh i haven't played it to be honest but it's always good to have the option yeah um but yeah that is it for this week for me so um obviously we're going to talk about some games in segment three coming up uh, is there anything else you could think of that you played or anything, Tim? Probably, but I can't think of it. <laughs> There's probably something in there. So, <laughs> I don't know if I talked about medieval either. <laughs> uh, you mentioned me- medieval on a previous podcast, I believe. I did. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I I'm think still you working through on it. that. Uh, <laughs> I gotta like finish. I've played like halfway through a bunch of games, and I do want to get back into streaming a little bit more. So hopefully, I'll finish some of those up. Um, should we just move right on to the cynical spin? Let's do it. Um, so I have two and you have one. So you want me, I'll do one and then you do one and then I'll finish. Sure. Um, so my big one this week was, uh, and it's really not from this week. I think it happened literally like the day after our last recording. Uh, but BlizzCon happened. They announced a whole bunch of stuff. Um, the big ones being Diablo four overwatch two and wow. Uh, I think it's just called shadowlands expansion. Um, this was sort of on the back of a bunch of controversy, which we've already kind of talked about. Um, and they did actually start the conference off with the president of Blizzard pseudo apologizing for that. Um, I don't know if we should have that discussion again, because like, whatever, <laughs> like a, a half hearted apology. It's just PR. Um, but yeah. honestly, PR wise, the announcements they made were huge. Um, and it seems like a lot of people have forgotten all about the Blizzard controversy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they John killed it. Job well done, Activision Blizzard PR team. That being said, Tim, do any of these announcements excite you at all? 
I mean, it's hard not to get excited about Diablo 4, regardless of what, you know, what uh, it's done, what Diablo 3 did to me at one point yeah. in my life. <laughs> uh, I I said this, you know, I had this discussion with Tom. It's like, I'm obviously going to get it. Uh, I'm not going to get pumped for it the way I got pumped for Diablo 3. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I give every company, like, one chance. Yeah, one big screw, <laughs> screw One up. chance. And it doesn't even, like, like even from software, like, like Dark Souls 2 wasn't that bad. But, no. it, like, in retrospect, it was a pretty solid game. Um, but the, it wasn't the issue Dark with Dark Souls, Souls 2, yeah, is that it's, it, it rode on the backs of giants because right. Demon Souls and Dark Souls were so good. <laughs> yeah, and so even now, like, I'll get, I'll get pumped for a from software title, but, you know, like, I'm never going to be as excited as I was for Dark Souls 2. I think we and both I, ordered, pre-ordered the collector's edition for that game. I did. Didn't we? I have yep. that stupid statue. I, I, uh, I remember going to, um, I think it was Best Buy in Union Square, and everyone was there to get, like, Titanfall or something. Yeah. And I was like, idiots. <laughs> I'm here for two. Dark Souls 2. <laughs> idiots. Yeah, I went for, like, the midnight release. It was great. God, uh, I, but, yeah. I had a game. What game? I was at GameStop one time. And I forget what game. I think it was like Nino Kuni two, or Nino. Oh, maybe it was just Nino Kuni. Nino Kuni is good. Wrath of the White Witch. Yeah, maybe it was that. I remember like asking, and it was the same release day as like I don't know one of the Call of Duties or something. So it's like a bunch of you know, dude bros and or teenagers, and I'm there. I'm like, do you guys have Nino Kuni two? And the guy behind the counter was like, huh? Like he was like, <laughs> what? And I was like, oh, it's this game for PlayStation. And he was like. Uh, I don't know. This is like, is that a different game than Call of Duty? <laughs> like he literally said that. I was like, yes, it is different. He's like, I'll I'll look it up, and he gave me the keyboard to type it in. Like, oh, oh my, my god. god. Um. So yes, I'm familiar with that feeling. Uh. But yes, back to the main point. Yeah. Sorry. That I was making. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Diablo Four. I can't. I, I'm not gonna like watch all the trailer. I I saw like the gameplay a little yeah. bit of it, like the Druid gameplay and things like that. Um. And, you know, I'm like I said, I'm definitely going to get it. I'm definitely going to play it. Um, but I'm not going to s- sit here and get hyped about it. Cause, you know, that uh, That's really all. Um, Overwatch 2. Never played Overwatch to this day. Probably never going to play Overwatch 2, so I don't care. That's fair. It's not my thing. <laughs> you know, not saying it's a bad game. Just not my thing. Uh, and the World of Warcraft expansion, I, you know, I... I'm getting my fill on classic. I don't have time for retail and who knows? I didn't watch any of that. Like that. That's fair. That's what I think. But I do think that Blizzard did a great job of ironing down their PR. PR was amazing. Yeah. (laughs) I will say this though. I think there was just a, a really short time limit on how much Americans could care about like Hong Kong politics. I think that, that that time window was excruciatingly small, and it's already passed. And you see it in other facets. Like I, I, I had the same discussion about um, LeBron James and his comments in regards to uh, kind of the Hong Kong situation that was going on with the NBA. Nobody cares. The Lakers are seven and two. They're they're doing well, and that's all anyone wants to talk about. And yeah, it, it's kind of weird because like I almost and not to get too political, but I I feel like it's almost a response. Like there is. A, a feeling of like obviously I think Americans do care about the Hong Kong protests I think 
that the outrage about it, we can't really do anything about it. So we kind of misdirect it towards like, oh, this company, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, I just punched my mic. Sorry. Um, and I kind of think that's where it is. It's almost like it's misplaced a little bit. Like, I do think like LeBron James obviously has a Nike deal. Like, of course, he's not going to say anything. He has like a yeah. shoe deal that he'll lose. You know what I mean? Like, so I think we kind of like misdirect our anger towards companies that like honestly like blizzard mishandled it a little bit they were a little too quick and too harsh on the punishment uh it didn't help that they're you know the chinese weibo or whatever it is like which they don't actually control that's apparently like a completely chinese uh controlled thing um that wasn't great for them but now it's weird like jeff kaplan is like come out and been like i i think we should reduce it further so it's like there's internally some politics going on there obviously but like I don't know, it's so weird. It's it's weird. Like as as a as video gamers, like do like should we be mad at Blizzard? You know what I mean? I don't know. I think the answer is yes, but it, I think I think what you're saying is like yeah. What can we do other than just be mad about it for a little while? Yeah. And it's not that like I I think there's people who are still upset about it, but you yeah. can't sustain like this kind of online rage yeah. when the news cycle is just constantly spitting out new th- new things. It's just unsustainable. Yeah, and it's tough because, I, I, yeah. like, what you're, what I think you might be getting at is like, how do you, how are you just mad about everything? Every company ever has their hands in in Chinese markets that that's big enough. So like, what do you just forsake everything? You know what I mean? Like, well, it's yeah, it's not about what you're mad at. It's just more about like the way like modern like online discourse happens, right? Like, what are we gonna like? people are get bored as a collective, yeah. right? It's not individuals. It's like this collective thing where uh, we need something new to get upset about or excited about or something like, like, like this many people in, you know, connected online will never stay focused on one thing. It's yeah, just yeah. constantly going to shift. So, and respect, like I know some people like unsubscribe from blizzard, like respect if you're still doing it, but I don't know from the start, I was like, I'll cancel my subscription, but I just I'm just gonna resubscribe per month. Like I, I was yeah. never like fully into it because like I don't know. Like you'd have to give up everything. What are you gonna not wear sneakers? Are you gonna not use Amazon? Are you gonna like where does it end? Like you have to go off the grid. <laughs> Otherwise, like yep. um. So yeah, uh, we're getting a little too political. Let's bring it back. I'm going to go in reverse order. Wow, Shadowlands. I agree. I don't care about because Wow Classic just <laughs> blows it out of the water. Um, which was interesting. I saw a thing, Blizzard's subscriber base and it doesn't mean just world of warcraft but it's active subscriptions to something which i think is just world of warcraft i'm not 100 percent sure but it's like at 33 million or something they just had a quarterly earnings report come out um which their stock actually jumped up so <laughs> again pr team well done um but basically a large influx of that has to be wow classic so clearly that's doing well wow shadowlands i couldn't care less about i watched the uh cinematic and the storyline has just become like, what's Sylvanas up to? And like, I, I really think they need to drop that or bring in new characters or something. Sylvanas has been this weird, like, uber hero, now bad guy. Maybe she's playing 3D chess the whole time thing for three expansions now. And I don't think anyone cares anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and they did this weird bait and switch where they showed like the new Lich King guy, Bolvar, uh, like that leaked and everyone's like, Oh my God, are they going to bring the Lich King back? And the, it's literally Sylvanas goes like solos them in two seconds. And then like rips open a portal to hell or something. And it's like, Oh man, like 
the Lich King, really? <laughs> she could just like trounce him, easy peasy. Um, Overwatch 2, it might get me back into Overwatch a little bit, only because you can, if you have Overwatch, you don't need Overwatch 2 to play with people playing Overwatch 2. Uh, that being said, it's not exciting because it kind of feels like a big patch. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Not... can you can you explain it so you don't have to buy so, the game it's just more content is what you're saying so there is content that you will earn through purchasing overwatch 2 which is there's a new pve mode they're gonna put in um which mm. i don't really care about because the PV, pve things in overwatch were never really that fun to me um maybe it'll be dope in which case it'll be fine um but you like they're not splitting the player base, if that makes sense. So Overwatch one people and Overwatch two people will be playing on the same servers together. Um, that being said, it's like a weird like so new costumes won't be coming out. You know, you, you need Overwatch two. I think new heroes will also be Overwatch two specific. I'm not 100 percent on that. Um, so it's like a weird like it kind of just feels like a big content update. It doesn't actually feel like a sequel to me. Um, Interesting. But there's a new graphics engine or new look for all the heroes and stuff. So, um, but like the, I think that's kind of respectable because like I would not purchase an Overwatch two, but I might actually play if other people are doing Overwatch two because I don't have to purchase it. Um, but yeah, I'm sure some people are excited. That didn't seem that exciting to me. Diablo four, I agree with you. Like I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna play it. It looks kind of cool. I like that the tone is is back to kind of dark and demonic. Um, I don't know. Have you seen any like the kind of gameplay stuff they've been talking about at all, Tim? Uh, I I've only just seen little snippets here and there. I don't know. Okay. what it, it, you're referring to. So there's uh, there's been some interviews and stuff. Like more info came out. Um, there will be no real money auction house. There's gonna be like microtransactions, probably like visually, which I think is okay. Um, and like there's gonna be like a rune system coming back. Um. Not quite like the old rune system, I don't think, but there's, there was a weird thing where the runes kind of like there was primary and secondary runes and the primary mm -hmm. runes were like, you know, little abilities or whatever. But the secondary runes were like your, how do I explain this? Like your rune in slot one will trigger every time you dodge or something like that. So it's like you okay. can change the way runes activate, which actually seemed really interesting to me. Because mm. I feel like it, it gives a lot of custom customization for the characters. Um, that being said, it kind of looked like super, super alpha footage to me. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, they said they were a few years out at least. Like, I feel like they almost pushed this out just for PR reasons. Um, Got to be. Like, I can't imagine getting excited about a game that's not going to come out in 2020. Right? Yeah, like it's so far away. Um, and like, I don't know, like seeing like the gameplay they released, I was like, just kind of looks like Diablo 2, but like <laughs> they put more lighting in it or something. Um, I mean, they said they wanna they wanna get back to like Diablo 2 ish uh, feeling. Um, so we'll see. It could be cool. Uh, I mean, they're not gonna say I'm gonna get back to the Diablo 3. No, but as, hopefully, as, I, I as think not some bad good as things. Diablo 3. Yeah. yeah, as not bad as Diablo 3 is in its current state. Like they're they're definitely like but like between their releases, like people remember Diablo 2. The yeah, I think it's funny because Reapers of Reaper of Souls I thought was actually really good. Uh, it was just unfortunate because Diablo took Diablo three took so long to get good mm -hmm. because of all the bullshit they put in in the first place. So um, hopefully they'll learn their lesson on this one. Um, do you want to move to your news topic? Sure. Um, okay, so this is uh, huge news. Uh, there's this game coming out. It's from 
the makers of uh, a couple of really cool games. It's um, Suda51 and Swery. It's called Hotel Barcelona. Uh, Are you just repeating your news <laughs> from last week, by the way, Tim? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm just, I'm just trolling. That's, uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, is this me? <laughs> that's uh, that's the best news of all time, and I'm just going to repeat it. Oh, that's right. It's uh, I'm super pumped for it, and that's probably not coming out for another five years or whatever since they like just started making it. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, what I was actually going to talk about is uh, about a week ago, um, I don't remember the exact date, but uh, Red Dead Redemption Two came out with its PC port, um, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of interesting because how long ago did uh, did Red Dead Redemption come out on uh, consoles? I want to say like over a year ago, right? Uh... It was in 2018. I couldn't tell you too much beyond that. Um, hmm. Well, it was it was essentially like an eternity ago. Let's say it's a year ago. I, I'm I'm yeah. fine with saying that. Uh, I think it's kind of an interesting concept of like games that are released and then are later released mm-hmm. on PC, um, and players are reporting all sorts of issues with it. Uh, there was a big debacle on them saying that it originally wasn't going to have preloading. And then it turned out there was, there was preloading and the game is like over a hundred gigabytes. Uh, there, uh, was perform <laughs> all sorts of patches and there's still, uh, a week into release. There's it, a lot of players are saying it's still essentially unplayable. Um, I know there's a debacle in, involving the 60 frames per second that people weren't able to get. Uh, people are reporting like audio distortions and crackles, and a lot of people are, are just getting crashes and they're unable to play the game entirely. Um, I did I, see there was an issue apparently where if you launched it from the Rockstar launcher, it would crash, but if you launched it from like the desktop icon, it would say you launch it from the launcher, <laughs> like which uh, is the one of the funniest things ever to me. Like, why do you let them create a, an icon? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I mean that that's getting into its own kind of discussion with like proprietary launchers and things like that. But uh I just think it's kind of an interesting thing where um I'm curious as to what the demand for Red Dead Redemption on PC was, especially so long after its release. Um I didn't hear about this at all until recently. I didn't I don't know what the level of kind of excitement for this was and from Rockstar's perspective how important do you think it is for um to re-release a game on a you know on PC this long after the game was originally released? Well, so what's weird about this is is the actual announcement was relatively recent. Like I want to say it's a couple months ago, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um which is like kind of cool. I think that's the way to do these things. Um my guess is that Rockstar took a look at what Grand Theft Auto Online and uh, GTA Five did on PC because they eventually did release that on PC, and I'm sure the numbers were good enough that they were like, you know, hey, Red oh, Dead, um, <laughs> good enough. I I feel like that game is still a bit really big. Yeah. Um. And, and part of part of the issue here is that Rockstar, um, somewhat similar to Blizzard in a way, they made an online game and it's such a cash cow for them that they just have like, why why not? You know. Um. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like uh, like Red Dead did not need an online mode, um, and the online mode they put in is like basically like an alpha version <laughs> of what it yeah, should be. I, considering I've heard nothing but bad things about it, um, 
So uh, to me, it's just Rockstar just milking the cash cow. Um, that being said, like, had I known there would be a PC release, I might have held off on buying it for PS4. Um, for for as long, like, if you knew that it was going to be over a year? Hmm. Maybe. It's tough because I was kind of caught up in the hype because I never played the first one. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, it was like kind of a streaming thing. But I could see doing that because um, thing like Monster Hunter Iceborne, like I'm, I, I know that comes out soon, but like I'm willing to wait. You know, I think it was like a few months. Um, so it kind of depends. Like maybe, maybe not. I would give it a 50-50 if I would have bought it had I known. Um, that being mm-hmm. said, it's kind of shitty that uh, a company as big as Rockstar can't put out a good PC port. Um, I yeah, I, it's it's mind boggling. Like I. You know, not to go back to uh, everyone's favorite example, but the whole Dark Souls thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Dark Souls got a PC release pretty long after uh, after it was released, and the state of it was miserable. But uh, and maybe I'm just you know twinkly eyed FromSoft fan, but they did say that they had no experience developing PC games, and this was kind of their first foray. Yeah, and um, and honestly, so it wasn't I- that bad looking back. it was bad it was you bad think? but um there was the frame the problem... rate issue oh i guess yeah. there was hacking oh it was game for windows live too oh my god no wonder there was why. a lot yeah, there yeah. was a lot of problems with yeah. it but but all virtually all of them were fixed via the third party patch of ds fix which is kind of its own discussion but um it's it, like I, I feel like you can't give rockstar as much leeway in that department they have developed games for PC before. They're Grand a Theft much Auto bigger 5 company. Is out, you know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I feel like this. Uh, I, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head where they just kind of are trying to see the same productivity that they got out of GTA 5. And I could be wrong, but I feel like GTA 5's online features early on in in um in the game's life were relatively slim. And I think people kind of had a, a negative opinion of them. Um, and you never know, like, if some streamers get a hold of the game and it gets pretty popular, if Red Dead 2 can have some kind of renaissance online. And I think by putting the game on PC, it makes it much more akin to that type of community. Mm-hmm. But um, as somebody who isn't part of that scene, I definitely didn't catch any of, like, the hype or the fanfare or anything going on with Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC. Um, but that's not necessarily, that's, that's a terrible barometer for how <laughs> good of a success it's going to be. But I do think it's kind of an interesting thought. It's like, is this going to pay off for Rockstar in the long run? And if you factor in like negative PR when they, when and things like that associated with a kind of a poorly constructed port. Um, but it is at the end of the day, I, I think it boils down to what, to what you said, where it's like, how are they not capable of making a decent port? Yeah. I, so so I think the negative PR thing is also like, it's such a safe play on PC because I feel like PC doesn't have the online. This, this is going to sound weird, but I feel like PC gaming doesn't have the online presence that console gaming does. That sounds really weird. But what I mean by that is a bad PC port is noticed by PC enthusiasts. And not really, like, I don't think mainstream gaming media really cares that much about it. Um, mm. Where, like, you know, things, um, especially when it's released later, you know what I mean? Like, you'll see a review, and it's guys like, it's a bad PC port, but the game's still fun. 
you know, six out of 10 or whatever. Um, and you'll see the steam reviews of games like that, where it's like, you know, all the user reviews don't match up, but I honestly think that the majority of review kind of culture and review buzz comes from console gaming. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. (laughs) I I think it does where it, I, I will disagree with you is like the kind of, um, the revenue that's generated through like streamers and things like that. Um, and I do think that uh, this is what I was saying, like, like you, you have like these GTA five RP servers, which I think are mainly driven by PC GTA five players. And I guarantee you that, that that's like kind of like the lifeblood of that game right now Yeah, is people getting into that stuff and watching streamers and going like, Oh, this game's cool. I want to do this. I want to get involved. And that's why people are still buying it and still paying for shit in the game. And, um, while it won't hit the mainstream media as heavily, I think that that is a big target hmm, interesting. For, um, for companies, at yeah. least from one angle. But I do think you're right where it's like, you know, people see, oh, like another game is getting review bombed on Steam. I guess it's a crappy like, like, who cares? Is Yeah. PC gamers. And also like, like the, <laughs> the way PC gaming works, like you just all you need is a patch eventually. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't quite have the same. Uh, especially because it's being released like, you know, at least six months later than, than the original game. Like, uh, they're already waiting for it. A patch, you know, a month later, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it is interesting though. Cause I do think they're uh, like, I'm surprised because red dead two was on Xbox and stuff that there was such a demand. But I remember when it was announced, everyone, like what I saw online was like, people were freaking out. Like I'm so mm. excited, this and that. So, um and think about it like if you have a good enough rig like that game looks beautiful although i heard it's melting video cards um (laughs) i don't know if that's like an optimization thing or not but like apparently you need like a a gtx like 2080 (laughs) or something like that um to run it decently so um most likely an optimization thing Hmm. but we'll see i'm excited for like the hopefully (laughs) red dead 2 online doesn't catch on too well and it'll be like five dollars a year from now uh that being said, Grand Theft Auto Five I think still sells for thirty dollars. That game's like maybe nine years old. I don't know. <laughs> it's so old. Um, so that's an unfortunate thing because I would pick I would pick up Red Dead Two on PC if it was cheap enough. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Should we move to the last little thing I have let's, here? Let's do it. This one's kind of quick. Um, and it's really honestly because it comes out next week and I have it pre-ordered to honestly just try it out and do reviews. Uh, Google Stadia, I believe it was today, actually, um, announced the final launch titles for Google Stadia. I'm going to breeze through them. Uh, Assassin's I, Creed. I saw this. I didn't look at them. but yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll read it real I'm, quick. I'm it's, learning as we go. <laughs> it's only 12 things. Um, apparently, there's going to be 14 more afterwards uh, by the end of 2019. But we got Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Destiny 2, The Collection, whatever that means. Uh, Guilt, G-Y-L-T, which I think is a Stadia original i think that's a google uh thing just dance 2020 which wow was i that that was the one that (laughs) excited me the most to be honest i'm not even kidding uh kine i don't know what that is to be honest mortal Kombat 11 red dead redemption 2 rise of the tomb raider samurai showdown tomb raider definitive edition shadow of the tomb raider (laughs) definitive edition and (laughs) yeah uh and uh (laughs) thumper so it seems like ubisoft is like yeah just take everything we've made um recently uh samurai showdown excites me because that's not a game i would normally buy so that's kind of cool what what is shutter samurai showdown uh that is a old 
a fighting game that has like I think it's SNK characters, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um that kind of went, you know, a little bit under the radar, uh, at least in the States. Um, but I, I was looking into gameplay and it's like it's just a fighting game, you know, it's like a Street Fighter kind of thing. Okay. Um, so the the other games that are promised, the big ones, uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Rage 2, Metro Exodus, Wolfenstein Youngblood, Watch Dogs Legion, Cyberpunk will eventually be on there. Uh, Doom Eternal apparently will be on there, which is weird because that was supposed to be a launch title, Doom Eternal. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how you feel about this. I am I did pre-order Stadia just because I'm interested mm-hmm. in the technology. I think it's going to be cool to try out. Um and honestly, for me, it's more of like a beta test thing. Like, I'm not going into this expecting it to take over. Right. Um, but from this games list, it kind of feels like Google's treating it like a beta test. I don't know how you feel about that, Tim. Uh, I mean, the only the only games that you said that really intrigued me at all were um, Doom Eternal and uh, Cyberpunk. So games that aren't out yet. Yeah. Um, um, and, and one of which was delayed. <laughs> so. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I we we've spoken at length about Stadia before, and I kind of s- stand fast in my beliefs. I've got a good computer right now. I'm not looking for an alternative, like kind of like I'm not looking for the like I don't want to rely on my sometimes spotty internet to uh, provide like my entire gaming experience, and it would feel kind of like a waste to me if I did have a good computer and I was running on Stadia. But that's kind of a criticism of Stadia as as a whole. In terms of the games list, I uh, I can't really get excited about that. Um, I didn't think I would be particularly excited about their games list. Uh, generally, the the types of games that I think they should be aiming for probably yeah. aren't the types of games that I would want to play anyway. I mean, a lot of these are like two years old. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, <laughs> but you know, uh, I'll. I, I am. I can't say I'm not a little bit curious to see how it how it works out. Um, I don't see it getting really big. I don't see it totally catching on and changing the way games are played, especially not with this lineup. But um, you really never know when yeah. it comes to things like this. Um, and you know, they if they're saying that's the game lineup at the end of the year, who knows? You know, for even like four months from now, if suddenly everyone starts jumping on board and putting their games on stadia. This could be the next thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so, but you never know. It'll be interesting. Cause I, uh, I think the key really for Google is to develop some games in house that are big. Um, mm-hmm. And that's tough to do when you haven't been really developing games. So we'll, we'll see how it pans out. Um, I'm kind of excited just to try it out. Like I like the idea that I can go to the bar I work at and put it up on the big screen and I don't have to bring anything like I could bring a controller. Maybe um, that entices me a little bit. I don't have to install games. Um, so I think the technology is interesting to me more so mm-hmm. than anything. I'll, I'll actually play on it. Um, it's also going to be weird. Cause like, is like if I, for instance, so destiny Two the collection, can I play cross platform? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, or is it just I, Google Stadia people? I would hope so. Because <laughs> be if nuts. it's not, there won't be anybody on there. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I just thought that was interesting. Uh, I'll probably do some sort of first impression article or something uh, about it. So um, mm. we'll see uh, next week. I think it comes out the 14th, maybe, or something, or the 17th. Uh, it should say in this article. Uh, November 18th. Um, so 
we'll see you next week. Um, but oh. yeah, I think that's cynical spin. Yeah. So let's move uh, to segment three, which is basically uh, just kind of like um, we did do an extra life marathon this past Saturday. I know I said it already earlier. Um, ooh, quick reminder. Next game club game is going to be return of the Obra Din. It's mine. And I'm just pulling the trigger on that. Uh, <laughs> it has crazy uh, acclaim. Uh, I think it's a first person shooter, um, but it has really interesting art style. It's like, there's this weird, like uh, uh, what to me looks like a game boy screen filter kind of a thing. Um, but it has a lot of uh, critical yeah. acclaim. So, that will be the Game Club game. We might do that next episode, or we might do it the one afterwards. Uh, we haven't quite like gotten it down again because Berto's kind of sick, so we'll figure it out with him. Uh, but just so you guys know, um, we will be playing that if you want to play along for the next Game Club episode. Um, but yes, Extra Life, Tim. What are your thoughts? Uh, this is the second year we've done it. Um, uh, I mean, I guess I got to start off by just, you know, before we even get into it, just saying, you know, how appreciative I am of everybody who tuned in everybody who supported us you know everyone who was there we uh blew our original kind of goal out of the water with especially some some great help from uh, our partners youthegamers.com go check them out i'm bad at plugging but this is i'm, I'm doing my best <laughs> i'm proud of you tim <laughs> uh, and uh you know just crazy to to get so much support from so many different people and uh just feels good that we can like it, you know like it just motivates us like already talking about next year and how excited we are to, to go do it again and it's not just that we're just hanging out and playing video games which we love yeah. to do which was is a it, good part of it certainly <laughs> yeah um, but uh it's it's nice that you know there's a there's a cause behind it yeah but, um, i do actually have a final number which uh, can still technically go up because i know one or two people have texted me still uh we did raise twenty six hundred and twenty four dollars uh again last year we raised a thousand and one so that's pretty awesome uh so i don't know it's all going to children's miracle network hospital so that's dope um and yeah again just to pile on thank you everybody um and thank you people like tim thank you berto thank you you know it's not possible unless uh some people join up and sacrifice you know an afternoon and an evening yeah, sacrifice and uh yeah <laughs> I, it's so much fun uh yeah. the biggest sacrifice was how much pizza was not eaten <laughs> oh god uh, I, which at I've the been... moment i at the moment i got home i was like oh i wish i had that pizza oh you should have taken some i'm, really I'm whittling should've. it away slowly but my life is deteriorating <laughs> undoing as we the, the the work we did in uh ring fit adventure yeah but anyway um yeah just just a blast uh it it was really interesting because this is you know this is our second time um, the first time we did it, we had no idea what we were doing, just kind of jumping in, hanging out, playing. And it, I think it turned out great. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun. This time we tried to be a little bit more structured about it. We went in with a plan. We always had a game on the docket. We um, had some opportunities where we could ask the chat, like, you know, what they wanted us to play. But, um, you know, we there was the only there was like very little downtime in terms of like what we need to do. Um, and I think that that helped a lot. Um, just from that perspective, uh, yeah, having I, some experience definitely helped a little bit. Um, I still yeah. saved it till last moment to set up, but I kind of think you have to considering all the wires and stuff like that yeah. just end up everywhere. Um, but I did think this year, so hopefully for the next one, like I did kind of type out 
all the troubleshooting things. Um, I am not an audio engineer. I am not a video engineer. And there are a lot of nuances to get as far as like getting the, the streaming mm-hmm. capture card stuff working. So uh, I did actually take some notes, which hopefully will help next year. Um, things like I have to swap my TVs because for some reason this TV does not handle uh, N64 resolution, which is... Which we didn't end up playing. Yeah, which we uh, didn't end up playing, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm actually shocked we didn't play N64. It's crazy because last year N64 was clearly the the kind of showstopper. Um, right. But yeah, it was well, it was a good I, experience. Yeah. All I think over. a lot of a lot of like kind of what drove it um, was uh, I I think there was a bigger variance last year in the number of people who were there. Yes. Like we had points where it was basically just us two. Mm-hmm. And then we had points where there were five or, uh, yeah, like five people, max. I think. I want to say we had. Sorry, we might have had six last year. Yeah, there there were more people this time. It was like we were we had four people for a while, and then um, when Kristen went to bed, we had three people for a short amount of time. Then we had four, and then five, and then we were back to four, and then three until the tail end, and then it was just us two. But um, we always kind of like hovered around that same number. Yeah, we and... had enough to do multiplayer games, um, mm-hmm. but we never had not enough to really like make like we were thinking uh, Resident Evil HD was going to be like a big like yeah. kind of game to play. But when you have three people at a minimum, like eh, Resident Evil 2, like, you know, right. I, I still think it'll be a lot of fun. I think me and Tim might even stream it soon just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kind of think it's better to get that multiplayer aspect in there. Um, yeah. Especially while you got it. Cause you never know people have to leave early and stuff. So, um, but honestly it kind of worked out. We, I, I feel like we had a good group of multiplayer throughout, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Uh, and I, I will say, um, not that it, um, that it dragged on last year, but it definitely felt like there were points where I was just like, Oh my God, we have still have this many hours to go this time. It really felt like there wasn't enough time. Yes. Like, like there were all these things that we wanted to play, like all these things we wanted to squeak in there. And we had to cut several games that we wanted to play just because of the circumstance. And, yeah. uh, I, you know, more learning for next year, but it, it was just, it, it, it seriously just felt like the time just flew by. Again, I and, think, I think the yeah. biggest part of it was really that we sat down the night before brainstormed the games we wanted to play. Cause last year we were just doing it on the fly. And having to make those decisions on the fly is like really there is in between the stream when we're hitting that pause button, there is a sort of moment where it's like nobody's talking. (laughs) Everyone's just checking their phones, like grabbing a monster, like just kind of relaxing for a second. Um, And during that time, if you have like the next game is going to be this, it doesn't feel like a downtime. It's like you're just kind of bracing for the next one. So I think that was the biggest uh, difference and probably the best thing we did was um, and not structuring it too crazy, but having a general idea of a flow because um, then you're not grasping at straws. You're not kind of just like, what should we play? You know, like you're you're ready to go. You have it ready. And I agree, Tim. It, it actually felt like we didn't have enough time because we missed out on so many games. I will yep. also say that the Nintendo Switch, dude, is... Like, I feel like the proof is in the pudding on this one. Like, the Nintendo Switch was so good for this environment that I think Nintendo really did make, like, a party console. Like, we were downloading games on the fly on the Switch. We had, like, eight controllers. We had controllers all over the place. 
Um, and all these like local co-op games are available on the switch. So I feel like it kind of was the star of the show. Um, speaking of what were your kind of video game, what do you think were the, the, the best kind of video games out there? I mean, I kind of enjoyed every one. Um, yeah. Um, there, there was my, my one regret is, uh, I really wish we could have polished up the, um, the Wii sports resort kind of, I do think Wii sports resort was the lowest point of the stream. We we had some issues with uh with the Wiimotes, and I feel like that kind of dictated. I feel like that could have been a real banger. Yeah. But and I you know I'm not, I'm not criticizing your Wiimotes. No, no, no. <laughs> I like, again, there they there was batteries left in them for years. So mm-hmm. um, maybe you know honestly for next year I could probably just buy some uh, to to get that better. Or like Nintendo. Why isn't there a Wii Sports Resort on the Switch? Why isn't yeah. like like you know what I mean? Like that's I mean they're also like it sucked that like all your your me's got deleted. Like there's there's little things that really took us we were just playing as guest characters. Like yeah. that's just it's a lot like more the, fun and goofy. Yeah. Um and that's something for next year, maybe to like yeah. set that up beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, um but uh I, I thought uh Heepo was definitely uh, a surprise hit. Yeah. I, Heave-ho I was worried about because I did play a kind of demo of it at um, uh, Play NYC. We actually got to play a demo of it. And it's a little bit different when you're playing, you know, for 10 minutes, you know, on a couch in front of a bunch of people versus, I guess, for two hours on a couch in front of uh, the Internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was worried about, like, is the game as much fun as it appears? Because it when mm-hmm. you're watching it on a little demo, you're like, oh, that that's kind of fun. Um, Heave was amazing. I thought it was probably the best yeah. game of the stream. Just so much fun, so goofy, and it didn't it really get old. Like I could have kept going. I think. Um, and I think part of that fun is that you're you're constantly evolving your gameplay and evolving the the way you're playing with everyone else. Like at points, me and you would get together, Tim, and we would just be like whipping. Like <laughs> yeah. I feel like we figured something out really well. But then one of his one of you like let's go. Well, yeah, I mean, I I got everything all perfect, and then all four of us are linked up, and then I'm just like, wait, that's my left hand, and I just let go, and everybody falls, and it's just like my. I think my favorite part was the when you (laughs) when we were coiled around the little block, and the idea was to to get the momentum and release at the right time. Yeah, yeah, Uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, definitely enjoyed that. Uh, obviously can't um can't. not talk about uh ring fit adventure that was an experience first a little bit different pushed us a little um, bit out of our comfort zone <laughs> at yeah. least me and you tim we had oh yeah. really enough I mean, the other people on the couch were all like like billy's a big fitness guy berto has been like he got super into lifting weights tom's a power lifter and then you yeah. have skinny out of shape fat out of shape basically yeah. like that makes sense and um, uh it, there there was definitely a moment or like halfway through where I was just like, I might just puke uh, in front of everybody. It'll be really embarrassing. But, uh, you know, it definitely an experience. And uh, I, th- I think it worked really well. Um, yeah. And the, the, the stuff um, coming out of chat was great during that. So, like, I, I feel like that was a good game for chat just to like rip into us. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm glad I thought of something like that because I think. For next year, like we, I think you keep something like that going. I mean, Berto mentioned Just Dance. I think Just Dance would actually be like a, a great thing for <laughs> yeah. that. Um, but yeah, a little bit different the the Ring Fit. Um, um, I think that uh, Super Mario Party actually worked really well. 
it, it, I think, you know, it really got us into our, like, you know, actual element of gamers. Like, yeah. I was super salty. Dude, everyone was uh, so salty. Billy was whining the whole time. Yeah. Like, there was so much salt going on. It was so funny because Berto was, I feel like, the one who wasn't salty because he was just cruising to a win (laughs) secretly the whole time because me, Tim, and and Billy were just trying to crush each other. (laughs) I mean, I was in my full, like, everything bad is happening to me. This is, like, like, woe is me. Like, that's, like, the essence of me as a gamer. I feel like you... I'm so unlucky. You had, like, the bad luck, which was true. You just had bad luck. But then I had, like, the first of all, I couldn't figure out just how to roll the dice, so I was just annoying everybody a little bit. <laughs> but then I had this sort of, like, I like people were cheating me because of that, like, idea well, in my head, which is not yeah, true at all. <laughs> like, you had, like, the, the Sellers of Catan mistake where it's, like, you everyone thinks you're going to win, so everyone kind of piles on you. yeah. And, and you know, like that's kind of. I forgot. Bill, Billy was just salty because we were just making fun of the fact that he lost last year. <laughs> yeah. So we were just being mean to Billy. Um, yep. And meanwhile, Alberto's just kind of like slowly cruising his way. I think he destroyed us. I think he had four yeah, more no, stars. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't even close. Um, but, and it was fun because we also we did the little donation game for that game where we were donating per coin lost. Um, mm-hmm. which was nice. I think we donated like forty bucks for that, which was cool. Yeah. Um, but uh but yeah far and away my favorite game of the stream was incredible crisis the game we ended on there is i I, before we talk about it if if any fans of us or people who are watching during the stream were not watching uh at four in the morning when we finished uh incredible crisis is such an experience (laughs) um and the the kind of like the hour in the morning that we were at, we were a little bit delirious. Like, it wasn't too yep. crazy. But, like, the game almost broke me. Well, because <laughs> it's so much mashing. Go watch. I'm going to be going through the Twitch stream and making highlights of each individual game. Go rewatch that part if you didn't, if you were in a, a part of it. Because that game is such a, a wild game. Yep. Sorry to interrupt, uh, Tim. No, it's... It... Incredible Crisis is a game that I discovered in childhood and I played through by myself. No, I could not get anybody to play it. Uh, And I haven't had a chance to play it since then. Um, And this was my first time. And we had, you know, we got we got like a little ways in and Garrett's like, yo, we're beating this game. And then we'll end the stream. Yeah, it's like perfect. (laughs) It was a determination moment where it was like, we're going to finish this, right? (laughs) Yeah. And it's better than I remember it. Yes, it's not a perfect game. There are major flaws in it. It's just a series of mini games, but the game is just hilarious. Uh, it the the humor is timeless. It's some of the best um, humor I've seen in video games. Uh, yeah. and it's so like slapstick slash like just really quick beats, but just perfect humor. It it, it really was, I think, perfect for like the situation. It was perfect closer for for the night perfect when we're at the kind of like our end the end of our ropes for sanity and everything yeah. like that and it, it it uh i think it it was everything that we were looking for in terms of like something to finish out because uh just so off the walls bananas and just you know to reiterate like a game that i feel like is so important to me to finally get to like experience it again with other people was just great uh, just so bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> such a crazy game. It is a weird game, and like the part where it's like 
There's like a, a sex euphemism mini game that sort of happens, and just like looking at the camera on the screen and just being like, "Oh my god!" Dude. Like it was just such a fun. It, it it's such a funny game, but playing it is just funny. Like the things you're doing, you're just mashing buttons. And yeah. Like, it, it, I I honestly think that game is even more funny if you are watching someone else play some of the levels. Like just the mm-hmm. the. The humor plus the the ridiculous gameplay uh, is perfect. Um, that is definitely like my fondest memory from from this year's actual life. Like just experiencing that game, being able to beat it in one sitting. Um, and you're right, like it, it's a perfect game to finish out because the energy is so high, but it's still like you're so delirious that it was like you're cackling, laughing and stuff. Um, definitely that. Definitely heave ho. Um, mm-hmm. I actually was surprised Ultimate Chicken Horse did not quite hit as as well as I expected. And I think that might have been partially because me and you had a lot of experience in that game and not anyone else, I don't think, had any. Yeah, um, I, I think it. there were points where it hit really well, mm-hmm. but where it really fell flat was because we were playing on a brand new save file. There, we only started with two levels and then we finally got a third level. We didn't have like the full. I think there's something like 15 levels. Yeah, um, we didn't have all the and, characters and costumes. Yeah, and, we and didn't stuff. have enough to really go on. It just kind of became repetitive. But there was enough kind of silliness going on, and I do feel like I had like I, I have played a good amount of it. So I, it maybe wasn't fair from that perspective, and you know we didn't have as much kind of like I, I probably should have like sat out a few rounds and seen how it went. But uh, it it I think there we communicated like the goofiness of the game. Yeah. I, I think that, that it definitely was wasn't like point. a, uh, a low point again, like golf mm-hmm. is just not the choice next time. <laughs> There's just, it's just too slow. Um, I did enjoy playing it cause I just thought it was funny having played real golf a little bit now. <laughs> uh, and then, and then playing on that. Um, but that's just too slow for four people playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but nine holes. Yeah, that's, you you called it perfect. We were on hole like two. Like, like there's nine, nine holes. holes. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mario three I enjoyed a lot. That was a good game to start mm-hmm. with. I feel like that's. I feel like we should always start with like an old school NES game where mm-hmm. we're just taking turns. Um, the input delay is definitely an issue. That's something yeah. for next time to be cognizant of. Um, yeah, because I guarantee you, if I was watching myself play, I'd be like, this guy sucks. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> rough that we just kept dying over and over again. Um, yeah. Mario Maker, we, so-so. Yeah. Um, I think Mario Maker, yeah. It it was it, goofy enough, but, like, this, the the I did not do well at all in the difficulty level that I was at, and it just mm. kind of made it slow because it's just me trying the same shit 30 times. Um, I'm trying to think of all the other games we played. Um, um, what else? Uh, huh. Did we not play that many games? I, f- I feel like uh, that's most of what we played. Yeah, maybe. We're, we're definitely forgetting something. Let's see. Oh, Switch Ring Fitness. I guess we already talked about Actually, yeah, mm-hmm. I think we talked about every single game. Wow. It felt like so many more than that. It really did. It's amazing the games we left out, too. Like Kirby Dream yeah, Course, that was that been was going to be my for... <laughs> that was going to be my next uh, question was like, uh, out of the list that we made and other games that we haven't even talked about, like, do you have for the next, uh, 
extra life stream like are there any games that you really want to make sure get included um so two then i definitely like uh and again like it just might not be the right thing um i i think a game like nidhog i think if we could get the mm-hmm. pc games going a little better that'd be fun because yeah. games like nidhog are like such quick goofy beats um that to me would be the biggest thing if we could get stuff like that going pummel party looked hilarious like that would have been a fun mario party substitute i think uh something like the jackbox games or whatever um and then the other thought i had was like the original legend of zelda i think would have been a really interesting Mm. game the thing is i think you catch this sort of um like you accelerate into the multiplayer games and it's hard to come back from there to play a single player game right because your again, your energy levels start to dip, uh, especially like if you think of Wii Sports Resort, like the golf game was right at that afternoon. Like you kind of want to take a nap. Um, there's not a lot of people in chat because, you know, people are either, you know, going to do something for the night or they're coming home from something like, you know, so like you to do a game like that at low energy, I think would be tough. So I think single player, you definitely have to front load. Um but yeah, uh, we mm-hmm. also didn't do any of that. We were going to do a block of like shitty games that we didn't yeah. get to. Um, I think War Gods would have been a fun one, certainly. And we were saving Gang Beasts. Uh, honestly, like it's probably a good thing because we did Gang Beasts yet last year. But like Gang Beasts was such a good time. Um, were there any games you in particular? Kinda... Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I I would have liked to get. Um, I, I maybe I'm just like riding the high of uh, Incredible Crisis, but there. Like weird Japan games, I think would have been fun. Um, like Katamari's like on the less weird of the weird spectrum, but I think that could have been a lot of fun. Um, I think uh, there's a bunch more weird yeah. Japanese games. Like Wadam would have been an. I don't know if Wadam's out yet actually, but I played that at PAX East, and that is like a co-op, like Katamari sandbox game kind of mm-hmm. thing that is just absurd. Um, yeah, there's this game. Um, that I played one's called uh, I think it's called Nobody Can Stop Mr. Domino. <laughs> You're just like this domino running around, and you have to like try and set this stuff up. It's so so weird. There's irritating stick. Have you heard of that? I don't think I have. <laughs> it, it's like this game that like it's kind of like Operation, where you just have to like follow this wire and you can't touch it. Like it's it's you know it's all sorts of weird stuff. Pepsi yeah. Man, something like that. Pepsi Man, yeah. I, see, I think they're I think we hit something with incredible crisis, which is just like, if you could get a game that's outrageous by itself that mm-hmm. we haven't really played, but like, I know you played that game, but I had never played it. Like it just makes for great stream content. So yeah, um, definitely for the next one. Look at that. I do think retro, we should get some more like, again, like Ninja Gaiden would have been awesome. Turtles yeah. in time would have been awesome. I, again, the issue with retro is it's not for a player. So, um, right. We, we should figure out a meme setup. Oh yeah, that'd like be that'd be safe to get doing some, that because that solves that. That gets you a four player X Men and and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, NBA Jam was definitely one that oh, I would have loved to play. Yeah. Uh, the rematch would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um. And yeah, just just what you're saying with like um, uh, like single player games. I almost think it would be it would do us a, like a service if we did some personal like practice or something. Hmm. Where like I I think we should kind of like 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 pick a speed Resident run Evil or was something? like our prototypes or thing not yeah, a yeah. speed run 
but just to comfortable run enough so that you can smoothly get through it. Because yeah, I think part of why Incredible Crisis worked was because I vaguely remembered all the mini games. Yeah. So and essentially the the skill you need is mashing quick, which you and I are both <laughs> yeah. pretty good at. So. Yeah, and uh, and you know that we we didn't hit any snags that would have been like oh well that's the end. Yeah. It, we could just keep it moving in one direction and just to kind of make it so you can fit everything into the time frame because that's just it as weird as it is it's just so funny that the time just flies by it goes so fast it's surprising and and you know there are so many games that you want to try and squeeze in that uh you know like i i think it would be cool to like have some like some level of like showcase i guess of like okay it's not just us bumbling around a little bit like we have games for that but then there's going to be sort of like like we could each pick a game where it's like it's not necessarily us playing through the entire game by ourselves, but yeah. like we we're confident we could get through it in this amount of time. With again, I, I think like going like the SGDQ route and not again, you don't need a speed run. But the idea mm-hmm. between behind Resident Evil is you and I have both played that game a good amount. Um, right. And we could probably like the first half of the game, you and I could probably cruise through pretty quickly. Um, yeah. And then I think I think you're right. I think that's kind of the key. Like to me, Legend of Zelda was a good one because I know Ambrose knows a lot about that game. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he I, could have he could have blasted through that game. Yeah, like he knows and, where all those hearts and bombs are and stuff. Like in he the knows world. the exact <laughs> route to like comfortably slide through the game. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that that might be a good idea. I mean, uh, the takeaway I think at the end of all this, um, and there's going to be like an actual takeaway. <laughs> but my personal takeaway is that I think we should do more of this kind of thing not super marathons but like we should get together and just play through games every so often and stream it why not um Mm -hmm. i know you and i were like let's stream resident evil like i think we should just start doing that on like a lot of these games um yep uh, and i think it's even if we've played them before i think it makes for good content and personally i love playing games the way you and i have always played games which is like let's Mm -hmm. sit on a couch and take turns and beat this game um, and that's, I think that's part of the reason why Incredible Crisis was so much fun for us, because that's, that's how you and I basically like forged a friendship, uh, <laughs> that and becoming enemies in Smash Bros. Melee at the same time. So but. we don't talk about that anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, any other sort of, I, I think we hit most of the points. Um, I'm going to do a general yeah. thank you and stuff at the end, but I, I, I will say as delirious and kind of like woozy and how weird my sleep schedule was for Sunday uh, as it was. I do feel like I could have kept going if mm-hmm. like, and because and, we still had people watching, which is, which is great to have support. Um, but you know, like if it, like if we continue to like grow the stream and everything like that, it would be cool to try and go for a 24 hour stream. Yeah. I think, uh, I think 24 hour streams are possible. I think we're mm-hmm. just at an age where it's like not the best. Like it just it's doesn't. It's not a great fit. idea <laughs> on a weekend. Yeah. You know, like maybe if you took the day off work or something and like just recovered. Yeah. And then but, again, it's like, like if we are big and we could actually get people watching, you know, right at That's seven a.m. or something like that. You know, like I would feel it, it would be be silly to to do a marathon just for the sake of it if no one's watching. Yeah. At, at a weird time, but. uh Regardless, you know, just so much fun. And yeah. 
definitely can't wait for <laughs> for next year already. Yeah, so definitely uh, we're going to be doing this next year. But look for, you know, we might be doing some kind of smaller stuff. I, I think this was a good little kick in the ass for us as far as content. Like, I know me and Tim want to stream some stuff. Um, uh, definitely Resident Evil Outbreak. I think we've been thinking of Resident Evil 1. I think mm-hmm. you and I should just do a once every two weeks stream or something like that. Too. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we, we got get Berto yeah, in on that. Get too. some more Blackout Club going. Yeah, Blackout Club is a lot of fun to stream. I enjoyed that. Um, so yeah, hopefully we're just going to be doing a little more content that isn't just podcasts in the future. Um, that being said, huge thank you to everybody in chat, uh, specifically um, Puckhead1994. That's my buddy Jack. Go follow him on Twitch. He donated a ton of subs, and he was there pretty much the whole time. Uh, the brain fuggler, who is also my buddy, I don't. He doesn't always like his name shouted out, but he knows who he is. He was in chat a whole bunch. Uh, Sierra, lol. Uh, he used to stream. I, he might get back into it, but those guys were kind of like kings of chat. Um, my yep. buddy Chris C.L. Giardini, he donated so many bits, um, and he was in and out of chat too. And like without chat, honestly, the marathon's half as fun. Um, so those guys uh, again. There was a ton of other people too. I think we had like a hundred and. I, I saw the amount of unique chatters and there was a whole bunch. So thank all of you guys. Uh, another big shout out to you, the gamers.com. They did uh, donate a thousand dollars. They matched a thousand dollar donation for us. So that's like, you know, a good third to yeah. uh, almost half of our donations. So that's huge. Yep. Um, Berto just wrote an article for them. I've written some articles from them. So go check them out, please. Um, big shout out to uh, Berto who is not here. Um, who uh, he's, yeah, well, he's sick tonight. Please feel better, Berto. We missed you, and I'm sorry. My <laughs> intro is no good. Um, and yes, uh, the people who were there, Billy, uh, Ambrose, and my wife, uh, all good sports playing video games with us, um, mm-hmm. especially Billy and Ambrose and Berto, who are fit and able to do the, yes. the Switch Ring Fitness, because uh, me and Tim would have just given up on that really quick by ourselves. Um but yes, uh, we did raise uh, a little over $2,600 for Children's Miracle Network Hospital. So check out Extra Life. Um, shout outs to AGDQ, Summer Games Done Quick. They also are charity streaming events. Um, and it's, I think at the end of the day, it's really cool that video gamers uh, can come together to do good. Because we're kind of known for just being the worst. So this is this is an opportunity to kind of prove prove everybody wrong on that hopefully um anything else tim uh no you pretty much covered it just uh i totally agree definitely want to get some more streaming going um play through some games and just keep playing games in general yeah yeah. (laughs) uh that like can't wait for the next next one big thank you like you said to everyone in chat everyone who came and stopped by everyone who gamed with us watched us was just there for us and obviously donated that was uh, amazing just getting all the support from all the all the different angles and just uh can't wait for the next one as yeah. i said many times hopefully we'll be we'll be streaming a bit more in the future uh either way um but definitely mm-hmm. next year uh so long as the planet's still around or something doesn't go catastrophically wrong we will be doing extra life uh again so um to play us out, um, you can check us out, splitscreensinus.com. Check out uh, my Twitch channel if you want to see me play games, twitch.tv slash Garrett gets into. I'm going to be making highlights of the whole kind of shebang, probably just by games uh, and make some clips along the way. 
Um, do also follow us, unfortunately, this week because of Noberto. We usually stream uh, on every other Monday. We do live recordings uh, and live streams on Twitch, twitch.tv slash split screen cynic. So uh, drop us a follow on there. Um, hopefully, if we get affiliate or whatever, then the next Extra Life we can host on there instead of my channel, mm-hmm. which will be cool. Um, and yeah, I do run another podcast with my wife. It's called Unnecessary Edits. It's a movie podcast. So if you like movies reviewed by people who don't know a thing about movies, go check that out. Um, Tim, play us uh, out. As always, you can hopefully one day find me on twitch.tv slash timit underscore TV. Uh, gonna try now. Counter Strike season's almost over. Got a, a nice little break uh, between this and the next season so i'll have some more time to stream games that i that don't make me anxious and stressed out all the time (laughs) and from there uh yeah just uh looking forward to playing some resident evil and some other games and uh you know catch you next time when we either talk about return of the Oberdim or something else (laughs) maybe return of the Oberdim, maybe something else um Depending on how much time it takes us to play through the game. Yeah, but either way, go play that game if you want to be a part of the game club because we're going to be talking about it in the future. So thank you again so much for listening. Thank you, everybody who helped with Extra Life. Uh, Keep on gaming. Bye-bye. Take it easy. Sorry, I was fidgeting with things and dropping them the whole time. Dude.